0: Hello and welcome to the latest Think Business podcast powered by Bank of Ireland. Today I'm talking to Marco Dwyer from Big Red Cloud. He tells me about how the company started out as a pure play accountancy software company and evolved to the cloud in 2012 and today has more than 75,000 customers in Ireland and the UK. Today by Marco Dwyer from Big Red Cloud. Mark, before it was Big Red Cloud, it was Big Red Book. Uh, but when I think of you guys, I think of you guys as pretty much the SMEs accounting package in the cloud. I suppose Is that the simplest way to put it? John, that is
1: the simplest way. It's very nice to talk to you today. The uh, predecessor to The Bigger Cloud is The Bigger a Book, uh, set up and developed by a firm of accountants in Dublin called Brian Field & Associates in 1993, with the uh, whole idea to make life of the business owner in bookkeeping a lot easier, while at the same time making it complicated enough in the background that accountants like it. So there's a feature in it for the accountants that they can switch off the nominal ledger, which means the... Uh, business owners don't make constant mistakes and there's a change delete function that's in the product which gives the business owner confidence to do their own books knowing that if they make a mistake they it's basically like tipex they can clean it up and the bigger cloud is the 21st century version of that running remotely 24/7 from any location.
0: Now, I made an assumption that you were one of the founders but uh, it's a bit like, the, is it like the Remington ad? Uh, you liked it so much you bought the company. Is that the true story? To
1: yeah, my, an old boss of mine who actually didn't work too far away from where you used to work there at the Deer Hunter Pub introduced me to the owners of the Big Red Book. He'd sold out to Sage and uh, he said, look, I hear the guys in Big Red Book are thinking of doing something. I went in and I met them at a, a two hour meeting with them. They told me how they were losing money the three and a half thousand customers. They had to repay an Irish BES, which is a business expansion scheme. Uh, tax-based loan, as we know, that's available here in Ireland. It's now the EIS, I think it's called. Yeah. They didn't know what to do. So at the end of the meeting, I said, you have three choices. One, you can lift the phone to a competitor and sell out to them. Two, you can get somebody like me who has the ability to market accounting software. Or three, you can do a deal with me, which is the, gives them the best of both worlds. So they went from owning 100% of Bigger Book to owning 26% of the combined group because I had my own company at the time. We merged the two. I took the majority share and I turned it around to be profitable within six weeks.
0: And tell me about uh, your own uh, Odyssey that brought you to Big Red Cloud as well for, for that, like how did you how did you get to to a position where you were, were able to buy the company?
1: So well I guess people think I'm an accountant, I'm not. I just had a, a a very good accounting teacher in school, and I actually understood uh, three-in-one bookkeeping. So yeah. it, my journey brought me through the College of Marketing, which is called uh, TUD now, uh, yeah. into a sales role. Much to my parents yeah. disgust at the time, they didn't want their son in a sales role. They actually wanted me in the bank. So I did join the bank temporarily for a while, but that didn't last too long. Yeah. Uh, on my journey, I got posts from different companies. I would have sold everything from fax machines to photocopiers to uh, Frankie machines, and I got poached into a company that sold uh, incomplete record software to accountants in practice. And I realized. That I had an, a, a knack of selling to accountants who, with all due respect to your listeners, if there's any accountants out, out there, they're very hard to sell to. So I realized I could sell to them. Uh, fast forward, I, I, I then when I set up my own business, I knew I wanted to sell an accounting package. And if you, you probably remember, John, but I'm not too sure your listeners remember, a product called Take Five was owned by GFK. And mm-hmm. we became resellers for that back in 1992 when I set up my business. And we became the biggest resellers for that. And it was on that journey then that actually Sage bought Take Five. And I knew I needed to get out of it, and that forced the introduction by my old boss, Too Bigger a Book, which becomes the story that we are today.
0: And the reason why I remember Take Five is I remember the spot color ads in Irish Computer back in the, in the 90s. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but, uh, there, you go. <laughs> there you go. That's why well, I'm, I'm yeah. looking at the. Um, The existing landscape, I mean, you must have a very good vantage point into, I mean, let's say no one's coming off well from this whole COVID crisis, I suppose, unless you're in the tech industry, which seems to be doing very well because it's keeping us all working uh, in terms of the cloud and being able to uh, talk as we are through Zoom, for example. But the vantage point you have of SMEs in general, how do you see things going and has has the ability to access technology been a kind of a lifesaver for them in your view?
1: Yeah, so I mean, obviously there's probably a third of industries out there that are doing probably exceptionally well, but are uh, not in a position to jump up and shout about it because it wouldn't be appropriate. Uh, so two-thirds are uh, probably decimated. It's probably a fair uh, description of where they're at at the moment. Uh, we have a very, very good uh, pH indicator of how the market is doing. dealing with 75,000 businesses across many verticals. We're not just specifically a vertical-based business. So we sell to the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker, the IT developer, the undertaker, you name it, they all use Big Red Cloud. So we have a very good uh, understanding of what's going on. Uh, I guess earlier on in the pandemic, Uh, there was a massive rush to move to digital, which would benefit a company like ourselves. But there were older school, let's say accountants or uh, companies that really liked our Big Red Book product and didn't want to move off the desktop. So in order to facilitate them in such a a, a really bad uh, economic situation, we had to give them extra licenses so they could actually work from home because the bigger book is a desktop it's loaded on the machine that you're in which predominantly would be your office so we had to facilitate them by uh, moving them uh, to a separate license in addition to that John we, we developed payroll and we actually had to redevelop our payroll 30 times to cater for the temporary wage subsidy scheme and the employee wage subsidy scheme that both came in from the revenue which saved, saved an awful, an awful lot, lot of businesses saved an awful lot of employees um, to a certain extent but you know we had to put a lot of effort in a lot of our competitors made the decision to make their Customers do the calculations outside in something like a spreadsheet. Whereas we wrote it into the payroll to make it easier for our our business owners because that's what we profess to be easy software for non accountants running the business to make things run smoothly.
0: And like we've had the budget, we've had uh, extensions on various schemes. Can Irish business hang on the way it has been uh, in terms of? First of all, the current climate, current lockdowns. Um, But from where you're seeing it, what needs to happen to give the the businesses a chance at survival? I mean, I know you're not a politician, you're not an economist, but you are a business owner too. And you see from your own perspective, having to pay staff, having to market and sell your own products. What do we need to do here to kind of like keep keep the show on the road?
1: Look, the current lockdown, John, is not good for business. There's no easy way of saying that Um, in like level three or or earlier levels. uh, Small coffee shops can open as a takeaway service um, and barely survive. Uh, but when it's lockdown, it's, you know, just getting uh, supplements for your uh, staff wages is not going to uh, help them continue on. They still have rent to pay. They still have to do their, their VAT returns. So yes. what is the answer? The answer, it obviously, is a vaccine. But even at that, you know, people are going to be uh, dubious about g- taking the early uh, versions of that vaccine, uh, given some of the experience people have had with the SARS vaccine back in the day. So, I mean, uh, more government support is is required for small businesses. In what form that is, it has to be industry specific. There isn't one size fits all, John, I don't think. Um, mm-hmm. There are certain businesses that are suffering more than other businesses, and I think they need to be taken and viewed separately and uh, so that everybody's on a, on a level playing field, if that makes sense. Mm. So I don't think one size fits all. I think that's what the government has tried to do. It's very difficult to to calculate what I've said. You need kind of, you know deep algorithms and, uh, and and then you've got to be very careful about you know if you're giving one industry more support than another then you're going to get a political upheaval and a pushback and different parties believe in different things So you've got mm-hmm. the greens to leave it, deliver you know believing in one thing labor another fingal and fininegan and Fáil themselves uh, with separate ideas so it's 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 difficult to have a, a plan to help the country out of this. But what I do think is really important is I think that Irish people and Irish businesses should only be buying off Irish businesses now. Now, you know, that's going to get me. If you have international listeners, that's going to probably, you know, get a bad name for me. But I just think we need to support each other to drive ourselves out of this. And, you know, we're all very good at going on and and going on to Amazon and buying from um, locations worldwide. There are, you know, I think the Irish Times uh, produced a list of the top 100 retailers that we can buy things. We're coming up to the busiest buying period of the year. So I would urge people and beg people to buy Irish. I mean, I obviously hope they'll buy Irish accounting software and not my New Zealand and my UK and my American cousins, um, but I just mean for the for the people who are finding it really really tough, that are producing goods on the island of Ireland, that are employing people, we have a we have a, a due diligence or a, a duty of care to look after those companies.
0: And a very narrow window, like I mean, if if, if it's not going to be till early December when actual physical stores can open up, uh, like what what are your reflections on Irish businesses and the internet? I mean, for many years I would have bang the drum about saying we need more businesses online we need more businesses trading online mm. the, the statistics were always terrible less than 30 percent or so of irish websites having the capability to conduct e-commerce uh, those that have that capability now must be very kind of pleased or at least been able to sell something but yeah. um, that is still no guarantee of, 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 of how you do um, but it has this not taught us something that we need to be more of a digital country uh you guys are online you guys made the leap from being a a, a, a bricks and mortar type application to a to an online cloud application. Uh, the, the one thing the pandemic has done is accelerated digital transformation. Uh, More businesses, do they need to be online? And what can you tell them about your own own journey in that regard? John, 100%. They,
1: they, they, they're they still lagging behind. This has been like a shot in the arm to them that, that uh, people that weren't online with an e-commerce store prior to the Covid uh, outbreak have got their finger out and put themselves online. Uh, I mean, I, I told a friend of mine. I'm not going to mention his name. He's in the uh, fashion industry eight years ago to create an online store, and I think he uh, rolled it out about two weeks ago. <laughs> go, go go figure. And he they're very successful. Yeah. Um, but they're very successful at going over, traveling, uh, selling in 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 Russia and the UK and everything like that. Uh, but I'd left that behind, and that's what you know. That, that's that's uh, indicative of quite a lot of Irish retailers and this has been a shot in the arm, but I still don't think there's enough of them up there. I do think there are still challenges physically in the country with the national broadband rollout. So mm-hmm. while you know you, you do want to run a cloud-based product like Big Red Cloud, if you don't have the broadband width in your area, uh, it's not possible. Uh, our journey, you mentioned just to, to ask about that. Uh, yeah, we went from a desktop product to a cloud product. We made the decision in 2009 that's a 11 years ago? Yeah, 11 years ago. Um, we made the decision, which was very early adopters and it was quite a big risk. We went on the Microsoft Azure platform. They were so happy because it was early for them that an Irish company of whatever, 19 years of age back then, was betting their future on their cloud uh, product. They gave us as much support as we could and it's just been a phenomenal success. But we had a huge learning curve because I was moving the John Kennedys of this world from paying me a once-off fee and an annual maintenance to paying 25 euros a month we're going up to 28 euros a month we did that three euros increase only went up after five years despite the fact we put in so many new features mm-hmm. and uh, so we were losing uh, approximately 975 euros in cash flow every time i got a new customer so uh-huh. we had to come up with unique ways of selling so we came up with a an annual plan a three yearly plan and to mm-hmm. that this day it still it still works so we have 65 percent of our customers pay us a year in advance and 25 percent pay us Three years in advance. And actually, during the pandemic, the three years went up to 34%. Go figure. So, that's the confidence that small business owners have in their business to buy a three year plan from us that they feel they're still going to be around in three years' time, which I have to take my hat off to them. That is fantastic. And it's part of the Irish confidence that that is inbuilt in our DNA.
0: Well, that's the amazing thing. It was quite a leap of faith to move into the cloud. Uh, obviously, the Holy Grail of cloud is recurring revenue, which is great. Uh, but as you say, prior to two thousand and ten, most most IT deals were big one-off deals, millions at the time. And to go from that kind of world to a to a, a you know recurring fee, as you say, of twenty five euro a month, you know, how how did you manage that financial chasm? Did you did was it a tough one?
1: Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. We begged, barred and st- stole. We increased our overdraft. Uh, Enterprise Ireland gave us a, an initial grant to to get us going. You know, we would have used a lot of the um, alternative lenders uh, around along the line, like your um, linked finance, your Flenders, these kind of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and then came up with the unique ways of having the different contracts. So by getting by getting a three-year contract in front, we are more or less getting the same cash up front as we were for a one-off sale. So we encouraged many customers to do that way. And that then funded the fact that we, just because we moved from desktop to cloud, didn't mean we would less staff. We, we had the same amount of staff, they have to be fed, their mortgage have to be paid, and so on and so on. So um, so coming up with uh, thinking outside the box, uh, trying to increase your conversion rate is important as well. Um, so we worked very hard on our digital uh, marketing uh, to make sure that we drove relevant traffic to our website to take out our free trial. As a result of that, John, we convert 55% of everybody who signs up for a free trial because we're, we're driving the right people. So it's about spending as little money as you can but driving the correct traffic to your website in order to convert as many people as you can so we're actually gone up to I think we went up to 60 percent during the uh, the pandemic as well in terms of uh, now new business is obviously down you know we would have landed somewhere between 50 and 100 new customers uh, a month prior to the pandemic and it went down to as low as about 24 I think in in June and July but I was back up to I think 52 last month
0: and, and what are your ambitions for the company you tell me about Big Red Cloud today uh, and your ambitions for it I mean it's uh, it's it's a great name. I've never seen a brand make nice transition from Big Red Book to Big Red Cloud. It was just a beautiful, beautiful transition there. But tell us about the the ambitions now that, uh, OK, the economy is tough, yeah. but cloud is the way forward. And you provide a much needed service um, to the biggest business constitu- constituency in our country, which is the SME. Uh, what What are your ambitions for the future? Do you see yourselves growing in export markets, for example?
1: Yeah, So that's really what we'd like to do. So uh, obviously with Brexit uh, coming around the corner, we initially were looking at the UK. Our product is used in the UK. It's completely UK So yes. when they brought in the um, making tax digital, we, we made the product uh, compatible with the HMRC. We uh, when, so when Brexit was coming down the line, we have uh, started research on markets such as Malta and Cyprus, the two highest English-speaking countries in the eurozone, with the same accounting rules as the UK and Ireland. So there'd be an easy transition for our product to be used there. Having said that, John, over 19 countries on a monthly basis access bigger cloud. That can be a combination of inward investment businesses that set up here in Ireland that needed an Irish accounts product, and some of the administration people are are working remotely from their countries, or it could be an Irish businessman away in business accessing, it's not obviously not as relevant now because they're not traveling as much, but in the past, they could be traveling away, they need to check out some accounts. Um, We've just recently partnered with Plaid, the large organization that has partnered with over 11,000 banking institutions to give uh, uh, open banking to our customers. So back a couple of years ago, the PSD2 directive came in, uh, making Irish banks open up their APIs to third-party vendors like ourselves. So we've now worked with Plaid, where we can link the bank account to bigger cloud with the business owners, Pillar Bank, whether that's AIB, Bank of Ireland, Ulster Bank, Revolut, N26, N25, whatever whatever it might be. And uh, it seamlessly brings in all the transactions. This has a massive time-saving both in the amount of manual errors when you're manually inputting your, your data into the bank in your accounting system, uh, just making the accounts more efficient. We've thousands of small accounting practices that run the accounts and the bookkeeping for thousands of small businesses. And this will revolutionize their bookkeeping for those and the services that they give to their uh, small businesses. And this is free, John. We haven't charged anything for this. So it's part of the 28 euros a month that people people get. We also have a purchase invoice importer, so you now get your supplier to email the invoices in. And in today's uh, society where nobody's in their offices, uh, you can't get snail mail because it's been posted to the office. You just tell the supplier to email the invoice. And it not only gets emailed into Big Red Cloud, it automatically goes into the accounts, into the relevant nominal account in the accounting system. So again, cutting down on time and cutting down on errors.
0: And I suppose also with Brex coming up, that kind of functionality must be key as well.
1: Yeah, it's, it's absolutely key. And our product you know—our product will work in 50, 50 uh, of the Commonwealth countries because we do run under the same uh, accounting rules as the UK and Ireland. So, you know, we can go to Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, wherever is it's it's a case of money we uh, we got approved for four million there in April 2019 I think it was and uh, we drew down two and a half million and um, we are on the lookout for a an acquisition if we can a natural acquisition for us John would be maybe a payroll company in the UK that doesn't have accounts and accounts and payroll are like brother and sister and we could marry them together um, the same could happen in Malta or Cyprus we, we've we paused that for the moment because of uh, flight restrictions and travel restrictions Um but it is on the on the cards uh, expansion internationally
0: Mark Dwyer Big Red Cloud thank you very much